With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling art podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? The real question is, where do we draw the line? Where do we draw the line on crappy wrestling card content? Where do we draw the line (laughs) on Iron Mike Sharp trading cards and why he doesn't have more? Where do we draw the line? That's the good question today. And that is, actually, I'll let Tony kick this off before I overstep my boundaries on this topic. Well, welcome to... (laughs) Welcome to where we draw the line on crappy wrestling card content. That's right uh worlds collide today baby mm-hmm. all right we're still we're still around another week another yep. round um i guess i'm uh i'm taking the introduction over i guess on this one <laughs> yeah because uh, uh this is uh one of the tony shoots me the idea i always have to preface that and i was like uh, this is a great topic that is topical like we've seen the wrestling car community talking about this yeah i mean um it, it the, the topic came from just uh again just um social media uh seeing going through scrolling through my feed and um, seeing some really incredible things out there that people are posting what they find from magazines or some sort of mail-ins or whatever they may be. Like, these are cool. Like, but then it got me thinking about like paper cards. Like, where do we draw the line when it comes to what we distinguish as a quote unquote, for those not seeing me, quote, uh, trading cards and what are not trading cards. And it seems, especially during the pandemic, um, that became a real popular thing where people were trying to push the envelope as much as they possibly can to make something a hit because right. I have it. I want to push it. I want to make it something. And then I want to capitalize it and then be done. That's kind of what I felt about certain people out there were doing stuff like that. Um, and I just makes me wonder, you know, where do we draw a line? What is decided to be, what, what, what do we decide is a trading card and what isn't a trading card? And it doesn't help that we have old publications. And I'm going to talk specifically about magazines right now. Sure. We have old publications out there that will say clip, cut and save and trade with your friends or Mm -hmm. literally say cut, you know, collectible trading cards, cut and and trade kind of thing. So they, they, even the magazines themselves take the pages of a magazine and, and say, cut them and trade them. And they call them trading cards. So then just someone who is an archivist, you know, I have to archive information and then people treat them as such. But it just seems to kind of go, where, where does it end? Like I, I recently just uh, discovered some some Japanese magazines in, in my in my little uh, in the box. Tony's Capone vault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which, you know, maybe Capone is in there. I don't know. Um, Possibly. Could be Hoffa. Um, could be. But um uh, I'm going through it and I find, uh, and I'm here with Nick from crazy car collector. Who's been helping me out sorting some stuff here. And, um, you know, we're going through and he goes, 
he looks at the magnum thumb and 30 goes hey go back he goes what was that and i go look at him, i go huh look at him he looks at me and i go do we call those trading cards because they have borders around them if i cut them out neatly they're the exact same size as a trading card almost they're almost two and a half by three and a half um you know, you know, using a translator on it, it's like that. It has bio information on it about that particular person on the side. I mean, where do we draw the line? I mean, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to hear what people have to say. Like, I want anybody listening to this. I really want to hear and and see some feedback about this episode about what do you consider uh, trading cards? Not, I mean, hell, even on WTC, we're now right. including stickers, and the stickers are now getting slabbed and treated as trading cards. You know, um, I, I think we had that discovery and what a year and a half ago, a year plus ago, um, where someone like this pallets of, of 1997 punt, you know, stickers and, and found in Egypt, you know, uh, right. You know, it's got, it's got Rocky Mayavia's first true rookie card. Yeah. Well, first off, it's not a card. It's a sticker. <laughs> and so again, where do we, where do we draw the line? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. We could go a million different directions. I think first off that we have to, I guess, distinguish that it makes it harder for you and everybody at the team working on WrestlingTradingCards.com. It makes it harder for you guys because, you, you know, if you're WrestlingTradingCards.com, where do you draw the line on that? I think that's, that's you know, because you're archiving information. Do you include and, and, the... And, 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 I've had this discussion with Paul in the past too, because you know he doesn't he doesn't archive stickers. Mm -hmm. and we 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 do, um, and I've always been a belief that I let the, the the collectors out there, the feedback that people give us, they dictate that. If someone mm -hmm. wanted to go out and say, you know what, I think um, uh, you need to archive stickers. They're treated as such, and they're and they're collected just like trading cards. Um, you know what? You provide the accurate information, and I'll be happy to add it to the to the to the website. But then the, it goes off and then, you know, like Paul on his site from the price guy, wrestling car price guy, if you never checked it out, please go check it out. Um, uh, you know, they archive Valentine's Day cards, uh, uh, playing cards. I'm talking, you know, Ace of Spades, you know, Eight of Diamond, that kind of stuff. Um, all, know, kinds of, all kinds of all kinds of different cards. like hand cut trimmed stuff. Yeah. I, you know, calendar cards. And and uh, I mean, do we do we include pogs? Because pogs are made of cardboard. Cardboard is trading cards. I mean, if we're gonna go that far, how about those poker chips that are collectible that have exactly? That, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, it you start becoming in a gray area. It's like that. It's like you know, I saw someone like uh, I remember Nick uh, had mentioned that uh, I have this the Sabu eight by ten, and it's mm -hmm. like really cool uh, e, EWF or whatever promotion it was. You know, the back of it is cool because it's an eight by ten. The back of it has his entire title history up to that point. And in the front of it, it's a really cool, I wish I had it for this, for this. Uh, I think I just sold it recently, but it's a really cool, colorful, you know, uh, eight by 10 that someone online goes, oh, it's an oversized trading card. That's, so does that, does yeah. that make, does that make like all the P series promo photos that have been put out by WWE since the eighties, you know, those become like trading cards because they're cardboard substance. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, and I think it's, I think we're, we come from two different angles. So from my angle, I just like collectibles. Like I never, True. I, I never, uh, I've never been a big eight by 10 guy. Uh, I've got the DiBiase one behind me. I think that may be the only one I own actually. And it's personalized to me. That's the only reason I still have it. But like when, when we start digging into this stuff, I absolutely love the Quaker dips cards and like, I've Good never, example. yeah, the perfect example. They're hand trimmed. 
I don't know that it actually says trading card anywhere on the box because I've never actually seen a complete box. I've just seen the panel uncut that's on the back. Um, I'm a huge fan of the LJN cards. Those are like, are they, are they trading cards? It's got a little cut thing that's got yep. a bio, but they're yep. oversized. What are they? Um, I, I've always loved the paper stuff that you talked about that's cut out of magazines. It's technically mm-hmm. not a trading card, and they're, they are usually oversized, but you can get them slabbed. You can get them authenticated. And so I don't know. Like, it, it's it's harder for I mean, me because I just look at collectibles, as you can see behind me. You know, are, yeah. are we going to start grading these bowling balls from The Rock and Chris Jericho? <laughs> maybe. Does that mean maybe. no trading cards then? I don't know. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. No, I mean, I, I get. That's that's kind of silly. Um, <laughs> I, I you mean, never I know. The, I, I get the grading <laughs> aspect. I mean, no one's ever going to look at a bowling ball and call it a trading card. Come on. Um, hey, you never know. Some of these people uh, with their agendas. I guess. Um, but you know, I mean, for example, okay, it happens sitting right here. So I have these I found in the back, and they're like um, a, a stampus. Uh, so I have uh, you know little stamps like that stamps. from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Stamps, but they get collected and treated as a trading card. They are a paper, you know, stock. So how how do we define these things? I mean, the, is it something that maybe that well, I don't know of really any other place else besides WTC um, that does such a wide variety of things? Do we start sectioning things off as do we have to break things as paper product type stuff? Do I have to section things off as regional? I mean, the old days of WTC, that's how it was. There was a major release stuff that was domestic, you know, U.S. Uh, mm-hmm. coast to coast. Up. There was a regional release section. There was a food issued section. There was a Japanese section, and there was um, a sticker section. Oh, and a CCG TCG uh, section as well. I mean, and I just when we revamped the website, I just merged everything together and put it all like it's all collectible, it's all trading cardy. So I'll just put it all together, and the search field just lets you search for anything you want. Anyways, mm-hmm. do I go? Do I have to go back and start breaking the damn website out again and into sections like that again to make things easier? I, I don't know. It's like you kind of move away from being a wrestling trading card.com website to just like wrestling collectibles. And I know there's a sure. couple of places out there that are trying to archive everything wrestling. I had, you know, um, you know, I don't even care because the guy was a, such a schmo um, uh, having me try to, hey, can you just give me all of your information on your website? And then you can be an administrator to that section of my website over here. Like, no, I'm not going to give you over 20, uh, 20 plus yeah. years of website development over 35 years of collecting knowledge just to have it on your website well we want to house everything under one roof well then you go do the work <laughs> yeah <laughs> go for it but i'm not giving you my stuff i'm not going to just give it all to you to i mean literally he wanted just me to give him everything keep the website but eventually we would just get rid of wrestlingtradingcards.com and it all go here and you could be an administrator to this like that and monitor the stuff and maybe write articles about it once in a while like oh no yeah not doing it um and so um it just for me the the line being drawn usually is the line gets redrawn all the time and it gets redrawn because of that's what the collectors want i guess but for me as a collector oh i i'm obviously going to have my own opinions on what i what i see things and you know paper cards have always been sort of a gray area for me postcards have been a gray area for me hell chucks are this morning the morning of recording this 
sent me a message about something, uh, some undertaker postcard he had. He goes, do we have to archive this? It's, it's card. It's a cardboard. It's, I said, we're doing that. I've got a bunch of various advertisements for previous WrestleManias and, you know, SummerSlam events and things like that, that came to the mail from when I was a Cox cable subscriber back in the day kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, do we archive that as a ongoing Cox cable series? I mean, I don't know. I mean, right now, no one's, you know, claiming, hey, I need to be this. This has to be about, you know, uh, about trading cards. And I don't know, man. It's just stickers you, are gray area for me, too. When you pulled the stamps up, it immediately made me think of something. When when you look at, like, stamp collectors, okay, I don't think they're going out and getting trading cards that look like stamps because those are out there. In fact, there's a new Disney set that has yeah. their like refractor looking stamps. I don't think they're going out there and saying, well, I'm going to consider these a stamp because it looks like a stamp. On the flip side, the hobby has been doing this for years. I remember when I was a kid, I would get the trading trading cards, air quotes, out of the inside of the cans that look like skull, but it was actually shredded beef jerky. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah, a whole series that. of those. I remember that. I was cutting the cards off boxes. I had the metal baseball coins, like the little thing. Those had numbers. They were collectibles. Yep. And it seems like the, the hobby, whether it's sports cards, non-sports, wrestling, like whatever, they categorize all of these things into what they do. And I think yeah. it's an interesting divide because you're providing information on what is trading cards. And the rest of the hobby is looking at these things as, well, these are all what I collect. So where do you draw the line? Because I think, and again, I see it all the time with sports. Somebody like discovers some random food issue product from the sixties or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they, they do consider those part of their collection, part of their trading card collection or like pogs. You mentioned pogs, like people I'll see them include, you know, a Michael Jordan pog set in with their Michael Jordan card collection. I don't know. Are we, are we getting too technical? Like I, we have to be technical from your aspect because you're archiving wrestling card information. But but it it becomes hard for me because when I start going down that rabbit hole, looking for, you know, some, some Lucha type stuff, like just recently, this last week, I was looking for some information about those Lucha cards that I had and they were cut out cards. Mm -hmm. Definitely cards. They're definitely card stock. And, um, uh, and I, I went down that rabbit hole and I started finding all this stuff from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, of like, it was hard to differentiate because they were being referenced in the listings as cards, but they look like stamps because they're being affixed to a cardboard thing. And, and it was just, I don't know where to draw that line. And if people want those to say, you know what, I treat them like trading cards or I'd like them to be archived someplace so I have information about them. I, I almost feel like it's our it's our obligation now as sure. WTC has grown all the years that we have to start you know, maybe even taking a step over that line a little bit and saying, well, we're going to go ahead and archive it for you because we know that there's a certain sector of people out there that treat these like trading cards. So we're going to go ahead and put them out there so that hopefully it helps you with either your grading process, or at least it provides information. So you know what you have or what you came across. Um, It's just hard for me. It's hard for me to, to, to distinguish what's supposed to be what, and I'm super curious from people, you know, where do you draw the line? Do you, are stickers cards for you? Are stamps cards for you? Are you know postcards? Should, should all that stuff be archived? And again, if people want it, and and you have information on it, you can provide images. You can provide you know how many are in the set, if it's numbered, if it's not numbered. Um, you know all that stuff is important. You know, just sending like, hey, here I got these twelve cards like that, and that's all you say. Like, I'm not going to archive that. 
I'm just sorry. I mean, but if you say, here's the 12 cards, I got them from here, they're numbered in the back or they're not numbered in the back, but they have bio information. The more information you provide, the more I go, hmm, maybe I should put this on the website then and, and, and archive it. It's like that. Um, it's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I, I let I let the collectors dictate, I, I guess, but I obviously we all have our own personal opinions. Do you think it has something to do with the collector of the genre? So let's take baseball. Let's say they're a team collector and they go after or they're a player collector. They go after everything. And do you think it's this issue? where people just want more of what they like, regardless of whether it's the card or the style of collectible. You know, like I am like uh, I know Gelman does it. Uh, I do it with Karrion Cross, and I know other people do it. They get to a point where they're like, okay, well, I've got the key cards, and yeah, I do need some others to fill the spots, but now I want to go after the, you know, limited 8x10 or the action figure signed or the, you know, rare. Sure. Maybe it's something like that, and they're not – some of these collectors who have zoned in on certain things, they just want more of what they like. So they start yeah. kind of going outside the box or maybe it's like you said, to open up the show, somebody finds something, they create a narrative behind it because they want to make some money or they want to be the first to sure. a product. So 100%. I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, I don't know. It's interesting because we're again, coming from two different angles. And I think we just, you know, from an archive perspective, I think you said, it. I think we just need to hear from the collectors um, from WTC you know, what do you guys want archived as trading cards? Do you want pogs? Do you want the, uh, what are those, the comic images put out the cards and the bears? Do you want the bears category as well, I mean, the, the, the cards from the bears are yeah. obviously cards, right? But do, but do the bears have to be, I mean, they're mentioned in the actual information section of where those cards came from. So there's actually a connection there because, you know, uh, uh, that's where the cards came from. So that, that needs mm -hmm. to be sort of like, you know, conveyed to somebody like, Hey, this, this is how you find them. But yeah, you're not gonna arc. I'm not gonna make a checklist for the damn bears themselves. You I wouldn't think. think so, right? I agree. You with, I think agree. So, but but then, then now now then uh, something like a WTC becomes more than just about wrestling trading cards. Uh, it becomes more about just wrestling collectibles as a whole, and it's like that. And then then what do I do? Do I start branching out into like someone who wants to do action figures, and someone else wants to handle eight by tens, and someone else wants to handle you know uh, clothing, somebody else wants to handle like you know. Uh, magazines and i mean it's it's never ending i mean the, the right. licensing rights over the decades have been like you know in the thousands and it's like where do you where do you stop but you know from our from our niche uh of the wrestling collectibles world you know there there's that's the whole premise of this episode is that fine line of what what do we what constitutes as a trading card and what doesn't um just because it's collectible doesn't make it a trading card um right uh it just what what definitions do we have to apply to a training? I mean, that needs to be done. Maybe someday we have to sit down, uh, maybe with a a board of experts. <laughs> God, I hate that term. Um, and, and go out there and have a, a some a group of people. Maybe we can sit down and decide like let's let's put down a, a definition of what constitutes a, a trading card. You know, for uh, for the hobby. And again, I think that that is more of an important argument for an archivist like yourself that's providing a service of something where you're providing a technicality as opposed to 
collectors who are just like, I'll take an eight by 10. I'll take a figure. I'll take a card. I'll take a stamp. So um, it definitely more. And and again, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, let Tony know Uh, any feedback, Tony, do you want to kind of put that out there for everybody? Yeah. Any, anything I'm interested, like I said, I'm interested in hearing people's opinions on this, but if you have any questions or maybe you have your definitions that you would like to try to say, well, this this is how I define what I collect when it comes to cards and for my card collections like that. Uh, Maybe you have information about stuff. Anytime you have information about any existing checklist that we already have, um, or you've discovered something that, you know, thinks needs to be archived, you know, please, you know, reach out to us and you can reach out to us on wrestlingtradingcards.com, uh, whether it just be from the website directly or any of our social media pages, which is, can be found at the bottom of every one of our pages on our website. Um, you know, reach out to us. I mean, between Chuckster, Armand, Paul, and myself, you know, we, you know, we, we, we go back and forth with different things. Um, you know, we discover things on our own, share it with the team. We kind of go with it with each other. And then we kind of define like, you know, I, I guess we need, we probably need to make a checklist for that. And then we're going to add to the two websites, you know, for ourselves. And um, if I had the time, man, I mean, today with so much information that's out there on the internet, I mean, I, I love, first off, I love the research process. Mm-hmm. Let me be very clear. Let me be very, very clear about that. Yeah. And when it comes to researching stuff, I will out-research most people every day of the week, twice on Sunday, because I've been doing it for so long. And um, I come across some incredible things that I have to bookmark or get the images for. Like, I got to come back to that later. That's pretty damn cool. I'm going to find more information about that. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Um, I love that process. I love the research process. So... Um, when we come across things, we try to bounce it off each other and try to have a definition of what, you know, this does, does this need to be archived? Uh, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but I want to hear from people and want to know, you know, what, what do you think needs to be added to the website? Do we need to break it down into categories? I really don't want to, it's a, a right. lot of work, a lot of work, um, but I can tag things. So if you want to use the search engine, type in Japan, you can find all the Japanese stuff. If you want to just find food issued stuff, just type in food or food issue and I'll find it. I can do that. I can go back and tag everything. Um, and I, I, I got a pretty good chunk of that done already, but um, I, I just want to hear from people, man. This is a very um, not touchy subject, but it's a very complicated subject for yeah. people. I think it's probably just as touchy and on par with the rookie talk. As far bit. as like, yeah. you know, trying to figure out what's, what's real and what isn't real in the world of trading cards. So um reach out let me know man Um, well and this is a prime example let's say that somebody reaches out and i'll say somebody let's say 50 people send you a dm and say tony those coliseum home video bookmarks those are trading cards for example so if if that many people reach out to you with that same argument like you got to do it right you would think right and that's kind of what we're approaching this as yeah and 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 that's what's a beautiful thing uh thing about we can archive it putting the checklist together um, and, and then in the information section, you can define things a little bit more, a mm-hmm. little bit better. Like, you know, these are, you know, not your typical trading cards, uh, layouts, they measure by this, you know, start giving all the, the definitions and the breakdown of what this particular release is. 
will help a collector say, you know what? Uh, it doesn't really fit my general definition of a trading card. I don't want to collect that. Or at least it might end up helping PSA or Beckett or whoever and right. say like, you know what? This is how we're going to, you know, we're not going to grade this because it doesn't really fit our definition of trading card. Maybe I need to go to talk to those guys and find out the hell their definition of trading cards are. But they seem to be taking anybody's money anyway. So it doesn't matter what the hell you send in. So that's true. <laughs> There you go. That's an official <laughs> spit of, you know, wrestling WTC. Encapsulated. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, I guess you plugged everything. Do you want to yep. tell everybody again where they can find any of this stuff or get a hold of you just in case they missed it the first time? WrestlingTradingCards.com. Uh, just over 20 years, man. Um, we're, we're archiving every day. Um, right now, this current next month coming up, so it's kind of crunch time for me for some stuff I've got going on. So I'm not going to be doing as much updates as I can. But when I have time, I will do it. Um, but uh, I have, I have a great team of people, man. I, I, the site wouldn't even be where it's at today. Well, without the Chuckster, without Paul, without Armand, um, and the people that go out there and submit information to us always, we wouldn't be where we're at. So we're here to benefit the hobby. Um, we, all we ever want to do is educate and help uh, inform people. Uh, we're no experts by any means, uh, but collectively as a community, as a group, uh, we're here to serve the greater good of the hobby. And I think that we're, we've been doing that for a long time, longer than anybody else out there. And, uh, you know, we'd love to continue to keep doing that for people. So submit all your stuff. Let us know what you got out there. Let us, uh, you know, give us your feedback and, um, you know, follow us on all across the uh, social media platforms, man. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. We want to get uh, that wonderful thousand subscribers like Mr. Zan over here and his uh, wonderful Thank channel, you. which uh, you need to check out as well. So, Yeah, speaking of that, you can find me on YouTube, Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. Please subscribe to that, Wrestling With Cards, the podcast, at Zan Morning across pretty much all social platforms. And, of course, right here on the world's, not Collide, the world's crappiest information for wrestling card content. <laughs> world's Collide. I, I've got to bury ourselves because, you know, there's so many people out there that just – take themselves so serious and we're over here having fun talking about bookmarks and pogs and that's what it's all about it's just you know having, having a good having fun man. fun it's conversations all... about this stuff yeah yeah if i got if i got rid of anything uh, everything uh, uh, else like that i think the world's collide podcasting is probably the only thing i would continue to keep doing so i mean i do the monthly recaps with paul and i love doing those but you know time becomes such a, yeah. a thing and you know as well as anybody yeah. that you know we're, we're limited in our time so when we get time to actually do these episodes um it's it's a good thing um this would be the only one i'd probably continue to keep doing just because it doesn't really fall all on me you know to have to sure edit and all that stuff like that um but uh, i'm just happy this is still going so i'm hoping people get something out of this yeah if you enjoyed today's episode uh first off before you do anything else if you have a strong opinion send the dm to tony find the contact information on the wtc website and let everybody on the team know, like, do, do you consider pogs and bookmarks trading cards? Do you consider the paper stuff that PSA will still slab and still consider a cut auto or something? Like, mm -hmm. like, do you consider those trading cards? Let those guys know at the, the team so they can continue to archive this stuff for you and everybody else ever that collects everything else out there. Right. So make sure to check that out and then subscribe if you enjoyed this. Share it with a friend. Let everybody know about this podcast, about the YouTube channels, about just collectibles and wrestling cards in general. Leave us that Dave Meltzer five-star review. <laughs> if your system will allow you to do six to 10 stars, because even though we didn't record this in the Tokyo Dome, we would appreciate that higher star rating if you yeah. so choose and if you physically can do that. So um, we're going to end this with all these collectible talk. Hogs rule, book cards, the, the bookmarks rule, eight by tens rule, postcards rule. But what rules the most, Tony? Wrestling trading cards rule! See ya.